This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you, you stop listening right now. <laughs> Yeah, if anything, I think it would have... Because I've been over there for a concert. Went to Pops for Lifehouse, of all things. Many years ago. At Pops? Yeah. I don't know if this was before they were, like, like sold at Walmart and stuff. or, But, yeah, because it, it seemed kind of mm-hmm. odd to me when I bought the ticket. I guess it was after kind of they were big. Because, like, I bought the tickets and I was like, this seems kind of like a weird... Because, like... I could see him at like Verizon or something. Yeah. But I was like, Pops? Like, isn't this kind of like <laughs> St. Louis bands kind of thing? No. Generally? No, no, it's it's They play big people there? Yeah, yeah. Um It's just not the venue I would expect Lifehouse to go at. Wow. Yeah. Well, there was some other uh group that played before him too, but mm-hmm. either way. Welcome to Give That Some Thought. Yeah, here we are. Tripod Broadcasting's flagship show. Um, my name is Addison. Joining me is my co-host, Matt. Yeah, get that get that little angle a little better there. That there we go. Now, yeah, go. now I can now I can lean and speak. Now we're in there, yeah. In there like swimwear. Um, <clears throat> so last week... That doesn't week, work. In there like swimwear? Think about it. Oh, you're talking about hungry butts? guess my hand motion gave it all away yeah um <clears throat> okay first things first as 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 is usually the thing the first thing that occurs is usually the first thing yeah that happens mm-hmm, mm-hmm. first things first i gotta fix this adjust chair. yourself yes yeah, this isn't if, he, if you can if you, you can't hear he's reaching down his pants right now no i was adjusting my chair playing with his balls um it's <clears throat> a little weird but. no so all right <laughs> last week's episode Yes. Uh, if we which, could just address that real okay, quick. Okay, all, right, all right, all right, all right. First off, can I, I was hungover. I was hungover. Yeah, which you described, I think you mentioned that. Yes, I was hungover. <clears throat> but uh, not that that's an excuse. No. It's a reason, No, but it's not an excuse. Yeah, but um, if, okay, so maybe you're going to address some things that other people have brought up no, to you. No, oh, no, okay, no. all right. Yeah, well, my wife hasn't listened yet. Okay. Yeah, I'm hoping she just kind of listens. To this skips, one. skips that one. Yeah, <clears throat> but my fear is, and I'll and I'll, I'll I'll say this to you and and to our listeners as well. My fear is that if someone listened to our show mm-hmm. for the very first time, mm-hmm. and that was the episode they listened to, yeah, I think they would find it hilarious. But perhaps. Sure. Okay. Or, or or they could be wildly turned off. But you know what? Maybe that's what makes us us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. that's probably every episode. Mm-hmm. As some of our reviews have said as well. Yeah. But yeah, no, <clears throat> a wild episode. Uh, I guess if you're a fan of the show, if you've been listening, uh, you know, be sure and check it out. That um, last five minutes is just no holds dear barred. Dear God, dear God. No holds um, barred. Yeah, you get quite a look into a lot of things. The darkness that is, that is in mad. my mind. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's about all I can say. Okay. It's just crazy business. All but right. uh, yeah, no, it... So I guess it's not an apology, but I just whew, that one's that one's a heavy one. Yeah, <clears throat> and not for like a good reason. It wasn't like we were like 
talking about. I think it was a perfectly good reason. It was childhood hilarious. hunger or poverty or something. But well, I don't mean like a, a weighty reason. Yeah, yeah, okay. All I right. mean heavy in a sense of like, okay, well, that's mm-hmm. that's what they do. Sure. <laughs> well, that's what I do. Yeah, yeah, I lead a far more. Uh, but as you know, frequently when when we come over here to start the show, mm-hmm. we'll sit and and catch up for like an hour or whatever it is. And I'll tell you things that would never get said on the show. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like you, the fir- first thirty minutes, you walk in the door and you're just telling me things. Yes, no, um, that's true. And you do the same. Yeah, but I usually do mine on air. That's true too. Yeah, most of the time. Yeah, um, I only keep it between you and me if it's I'm talking about someone else or something else. Um, uh, yeah. So I, I yeah. Yeah, I, I don't drag other people into it on air, but you know, on air, I'm it's I'm I'm me. Yeah, it, you get it, to it, see everything. It is what it is, and you can just go for it. Mm-hmm. All right, so <clears throat> sort of to counter last week's episode, I have a lot of really good stuff, which is good because we need to get on to back to giving things some thought. Yes, well, giving other things some giving thought. giving good things some thought. Yeah, exactly. Things that matter more, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. Is, is a good way to put it. Yeah. But uh, anyhow, no, I've got some great stuff. Um, first of all, we'll talk about this right now. Uh, so you and I both watched Sons of Anarchy. Yes. We were a fan of this, yeah. the, the show, and I think you know where I'm going with I this. I thought that my sister was, was starting to watch, too. Your sister's a son? I, I guess so. <laughs> she, or an old lady, I guess. Yeah. But she's uh, like, yeah, She told me that she, she's, in, I guess, in the second season now. So when and it was I'm good, like, or when it's still good. Yeah, and I'm like, so you enjoying it? She's like, yeah, it's, it's really good. Yeah, I'm like I, she, she. She said you. Uh, you watched the whole thing, and I'm like, yeah, I've seen the whole thing. It's it's pretty good. You can stick with it. Yeah. Um. You know, it's just it really it stays good till the end. I just really didn't like the ending. Yeah, I thought it was okay. Uh, you know, and I but it wasn't as bad as like a Dexter ending or something. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I I mentioned Charlie Hunnam and like how he only has one acting style, which is just walking, slouching with his hands tucked with his thumbs tucked behind his belt buckle. Yeah. Um. And the, and there's so many shots of Charlie Hunnam walking. Seriously, yes, yeah. And it's that 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 swagger, yeah, that intentional swagger walk that's not fooling anybody. That intentional not care, but really care about the yeah, walk. Exactly. Sort of, yeah, yeah. The in, in, intentional indifference. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but she's like, yeah. I, I really Which for like. a man like Matt is very offensive yeah. because he's indifferent to begin with. Yeah. And when you're trying to intentionally be indifferent. Long story short, short. Basically, I found out that Sons of Anarchy is what gets my sister warmed up. Whoa! If we can, if to put it put it that way, okay. Yeah, and I'm like, really? She's like, yeah, it's, it's a bad boy hot. And I'm like, oh my god, you're you're the prop. You're one of the problems. Yeah, you are one of the problems in this. Now world. is she married or is yeah there... yeah okay? Well, you know, whatever. You know, sometimes that's. I'm just gonna. I mean, okay. we're just gonna leave it at that. Just yeah. sons of anarchy. You, yeah, you brought it up, and that's my son is an anarchy anecdote. So moving on. Yeah, moving on. Uh, well, anyways, I said that to say you and I watched it. Are I we gonna get it. sons of anarchy movie? Is that what this is about? No. Uh, okay, so I'm guessing you didn't hear what no, happened I didn't. in Waco, Texas. Uh, I heard there was some stuff going on in Waco, Texas, but yeah. No. <clears throat> well, this is from KWTX, <clears throat> uh, which is like a Mo- local station. I motorcycle believe. gang, right? Yeah. And okay. uh, real Sons of Anarchy stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, really just like right out of the... Sh- I mean, this. I'm yeah. just going to read this story. Uh, preliminary autopsy reports released Tuesday identified the nine bikers who died Sunday afternoon in mm-hmm. a shootout with rival gang members and police at Waco's Twin Peaks restaurant, and at least two of them have local ties. The nine bikers, all of whom are members of either the Banditos or the Cossacks, all died of gunshot wounds. Jesus... De- okay, and then they list all the people... And what they died, the, like the gunshot wounds that they mm-hmm. died of. But uh, 
boy, it's most recent renewal listed an address in the Chalk Bluff area just outside. I thought there was going to be more details about what happened. Yeah. Uh, investigators continue pro- to process evidence for a third day Tuesday at the Waco Twin Peaks restaurant where a gun battle between rival biker gangs and police left nine dead and 18 injured. Stores on the west side of the Central Texas mark- stores on the west side of the Central Texas marketplace from Men's Warehouse to Kohl's were open again Tuesday, but those on the south side from Cabela's to Best Buy were still closed Tuesday. So a very, I guess, urban area. Mm-hmm. Um, shooting investigation. The crews continued to remove... <laughs> This is kind of funny. Crews continue to remove an estimated 135 motorcycles. Hmm. So, yeah, it was it was a pretty big uh, showdown or what have you, and at least 80 cars and pickup trucks. Police are escorting the flatbed trucks carrying the cycles from the scene to the impound site. Yeah, this just doesn't have a whole lot of details about But apparently, um, like what I had seen, because <clears throat> this happened Sunday afternoon, um... Had their foot run over, yada, 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 including bathroom areas, crime scenes in, inside and outside. Um, some type of altercation inside. Yeah, apparently just something went down between the two groups or mm-hmm. what have you. Mm-hmm. And then the funny thing was, because I had seen this on Twitter uh, Sunday afternoon, apparently <laughs> three hours after this happened, the police are in the area, they're cleaning up yeah. and what have you. Yeah. And people are, 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 gang members are still are showing up with weapons. Like just like let's get in there. Let's just let's like something went down and we got to go in and do it. Idiots. Yeah. Idiots. No, totally. But uh, it's pretty wild. So nine. So nine gang members lost their lives. Yes. A moment of silence for them. Good. No. Uh, f- them. Uh, here's the thing. I I feel the same way about those gang members. So they're fighting over drugs, prop or prostitution or something illegal, or guns basically. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So so here's here's the th- here's the thing. Um. Uh. I f- I feel the same way. About them losing their lives is I feel like any anybody who uses violence as the main the main source of movement for their life using violence to to propel your life I feel the same way that I feel about them um I feel the same way about cops and about soldiers uh <laughs> I don't care if you die right you've chosen a path of violence and that's the way you're going to 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 live your life. Imposing violence on other people or impinging violence on other people. So, uh, yeah, good. It's good they're dead. Yeah. Too well, bad they didn't take a couple. Uh, never mind. I won't say that. Yeah, please don't. I know where you're going with that, and please don't. Um, but, yeah, yeah, apparently big old biker. Uh, 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 oh, here's a cool link, actually. It's just like all the mug shots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good I mean, stuff. you know what? Sons of Anarchy is great, great fiction. Some solid storytelling. I stuck with it through seven or six seasons or whatever it was because of Kurt Sutter. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I think he did but, a good job. But yeah, yeah. this stuff is crazy. This stuff is like real but life. But at the end of the day, it's a story. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, uh, like, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah it's it's just weird to me that being such a suburban area, and because, I mean, a Best Buy, like, obviously it's not, mm-hmm. you know, the hood. I mean, there's a Best yeah. Buy and a, and, a, and a Cabela's. Cabela's is a pretty higher end, you know, sort of. Place it's not higher end, of, but it's well, but it's like it's like it's the, like Bass Pro. Yeah, but it's 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 the Walmart of Bass. You don't Pro. find it in the hood, is what I'm saying. You know, there, yeah. I don't I don't think there's a Cabela's with bars on the windows. No, what I'm trying no, to say. it's definitely marketed to to white people. Oh yeah, yeah, with yeah. disposable incomes. Um, but but yeah, just to be in that kind of neighborhood, and then all of a yeah. sudden, just at this restaurant, everybody's shooting yeah. everybody. But see, I I Over think turf or whatever. People who look at the shows like Sons of Anarchy and be like, yeah, I want to do that. Yeah. Oh, I don't like, think that's stupid. It's the same kind of people who who watch porn and they're like, "Yeah, now I got to do that in order to get off." Uh, no, 
it's a you're, I mean it's I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. Well, it's it's the same kind of thing with anything. Yeah. I mean, you know. It's that brinkmanship in life, Any like sort of violence or yeah. That. Yeah. I, I I think I think the biggest the biggest and easiest one to get entrapped into is some sort of, uh, and this is more celebrities, but some sort of um, like lifestyle. Of mm-hmm. like like a rich and famous sort of persona, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, or, or drugs or whatever it is, and it's just like like you kind of want to attain that or be that, and it's just like no, well, no, no, I, makes that, for great fiction, but that's not that's that, that's, that's not real life, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that's but that's a, so much of that's all marketing. Like marketing is trying to sell oh, you yeah, something sure, sure, sure. Um, that you don't need or didn't didn't think that you wanted until you saw it, right? And that's that's all marketing and advertising does. I, I think that mark people in marketing and advertising. Are the closest thing to wizards that we have in 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 this world. Except for you, but they 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 weave spells to yeah. make people want things. Yeah, they yeah. they 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 put images and sounds together in the best way possible in order to make you want something that you didn't even know existed. Yeah, and lifestyles and, now and, and certain you, imagery. You and... Find out ex- exists and you immediately want it. Yeah, um, and yeah. It's, it's it's sad if nothing else though, because seriously, like that's. But I can't, like, and I think if you, if you I mean, they'd be like just going to Walmart and then like Applebee's just erupting in gunfire, yeah. like, that would be very. Uh, <laughs> so, I th- I th- the mindset that people let themselves get into, like the watching a show like Sons of Anarchy, yeah. and thinking that you can be that. No, it's a show. It's a story. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of sad that that. that which is funny coming from Matt. People whose only biggest life's goal is to be the Yellow King, but yeah, no. But the, the, people only want want the things. Big that, ups if you get that reference. Too, yeah. By the way, people only want the things that they are sold. Mm. So you don't look at your life and say, well, "This is what I really want." D- d- despite all the advertising, despite everything, people, somebody t- telling me I should want. This is what I actually want, and making that decision to get to yourself. That. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like in, in, in just a general sense, it's hard to letting go of filters. Yeah, of 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 advertising and 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 consumerism and, and capitalism, getting past those filters and coming to a point where you say these are the things I enjoy, these are the things I value, this is what I'm going to go after. Yeah, and so when you're the kind of person who never has that experience of of sitting down with themselves and thinking about what they really value and what they really want out yeah, of I think life, most people don't either. So you're just riding this roller coaster of the next thing of uh, whatever you're being, whatever is being sold to you in front of your face right now. Yeah. Um, I think I think Bernie Sanders is kind of a good example of that. Like we're being sold every 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 liberal progressive, everyone under the age of forty right now is being sold Bernie Sanders in a big way. Really. Um, yeah, he's all over the front page of Reddit every single day. He really is. I've seen that. Just and stories about Reddit him. And he is, wants this. He, he really is. But we're being sold, dude. Like that. Like yes. Because I yes. know. I. I and, and, and now everybody. In fairness, I know nothing about the dude. Well, here, but, here's the thing. Uh, he's got some great ideas. Uh, his platform looks amazing. Uh-huh. He is the messiah that <laughs> the anti-Bush and anti-Obama, anti-Clinton crowd is looking for. He's the messiah of progressives. So what you're saying is we're looking at a President Sanders here. In um, here's the so. thing. Uh, uh, Mainstream media is saying Hillary, 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 jab, 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 Rubio, Rubio. Uh-huh. Um, is and, Rubio a name? Because yeah, I haven't heard and then uh, and then then saying oh, and, and Sanders too. Yeah. Um, but all of the, but of course, uh, people our age don't get their news from mainstream media. We get them from the internet. Yeah. Um, sites like Reddit. Yeah. Things like that. Um, yeah. and and Bernie Sanders is huge on Reddit. 
I immediately distrust it because if you are going to be huge on Reddit, you have to, I mean, you have to, you have to kowtow to Ellen Powell and yeah, you, ha- you have to play the CEO. Reddit game, which Reddit is mainstream media. Don't make any mistake about it. Mm-hmm. it if, when there's things that they don't want to appear on Reddit, it, they don't appear on Reddit. People get shadow banned. It gets, it gets deleted. It, you know, I, I feel like I would really love Bernie Sanders if I didn't know as much about the internet and about media as I do. Mm-hmm. I feel like he would be exactly the kind of person that I would want to be president. But he is being sold to us as a messiah, which tells me that he's not a messiah. He is already bought and paid for. A wolf in sheep's he's clothing, just, as he, it were. He's just, yeah. So, yeah. So even the even the things point point being even the things that we think are amazing and that we really want and value, um, uh, you know, we're just being sold an empty bag of of promises and 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 nothing tangible. And I think that's what Bernie Sanders is. He's just an empty bag of promises, but nothing that will ever materialize or become tangible to yeah. us. And I think I think the biggest thing that he's going to do, honestly, is he's going to split the Democratic vote between Hillary and himself. And it's going and to lead. Gets more is going to win. It's going to lead to a. It's going to lead to a less cohesive front. It's probably going to lead to Bernie Sanders almost getting the nomination, but not quite because Hillary just ekes it out. And then Hillary, there's no chance Hillary can beat Jeb Bush. None at all. Um, Bernie Sanders could, but I think that it'll just get Bernie Sanders is just uh, out there as a name now to promote the Democratic agenda, get people to vote Democrat. Um, but yeah, the game is rigged. It's it'll it'll be it'll be Jeb Bush for the Republican nomination by a mile. Hillary will just barely beat Bernie Sanders, and then Jeb Bush will take it all. Well, okay, that actually moves directly into this because hey, you know what, Aleister Crowley's uh, grandson. Why not? We've already had two of them. We've already had one of them. So <laughs> why not? Um, this moves directly into the next thing, and and it's weird to me because this story has been around for a while. When mm-hmm. I say it, you immediately know, but and. I feel like the right or, 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 you know, Bush's people or whoever, you know, I don't, some murky whoever is trying to pull the strings to where this is like the Achilles heel that is going to sabotage her campaign for Hillary. Um, and it's just not. And, and I'm not sure oh, Bernie why. Sanders? No, no, no. It's this story about her emails. Oh, the Benghazi, the Benghazi emails and all. Oh, th- and apparently, but, and this is just from independentjournalreview.com, idreview.com, but this is. Uh, this is just another thing that, so when this came out that she had two phones, uh, when this news originally broke, the Clinton team chalked the whole thing up to the presidential candidate's dislike of carrying around two phones. Um, Hillary Clinton admits to having two phones. They also assured the American public that she only used one private email address. Here's part of her campaign statement on the matter, released March 10th. Quote, Secretary Clinton used one email during her tenure at state, it read. One of Clinton's attorneys, David Kendall, even denied the existence of a second email address in a statement issued to Representative Trey Gowdy the same month. Quote, as explained yeah. in my March 4th, 2015 email to your staff director and certain others, hrod17 at clintonemail.com mm-hmm. is not an address that existed, et cetera, et cetera. Then this came out. Behold, an email. And there's just a screenshot of the thing. Dated April 8th, 2011. Uh, New York Times reveals Hillary used another private email account. And it's that hrod, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and yeah, I feel like I feel like every everyone who really hates Hillary like wants this to be like the Achilles heel. It's just like, ha, see, a liar, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but it won't be. Yeah, and it's it's totally not. Here's, here's the like, thing. It's, do, you, it's, do you know why? And that weird, I, I have an uncomfortable feeling about that. Yeah, not the emails because I wouldn't vote for her anyways. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. But but I don't know why. 
Well, it says she had an uncomfortable feeling. Says she has two. Says she has two phones, right? Yeah. So there's there's you thinking what I'm thinking? No, there's her phone Uh that she has on herself Uh on her person, and she's the only one who handles that phone. Mm -hmm. And then there's her other phone Mm -hmm. that her assistants handles. Yeah, and probably two or three more phones that her assistants handle. Probably, yeah, or whatever. And those are the ones she does official business on. Uh And then there's her phone. Yeah. So what she has done is not done enough official business on. Are not done enough official business with records on the phones that her assistants handle. Yeah, the the, the public. Yeah, that she admits yeah. it. Yeah, because I mean, if you're a if you're a powerful person like Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. or anybody, are you going and you have a lot of probably a lot of incriminating evidence on your phone? You know, you do all the normal things that people do on their phones, like click on risky links, or. Or, you know, uh, send boob pics to your significant other. You know, I'm sure she sent... I do send boob pics to my significant other and my non-significant others as well. I'm sure that she sent a a few topless shots to... uh, To Bill. To to Bill. Yeah. You know. As he's off doing his thing. Yeah, he's probably immediately deleted them, but... (laughs) Doesn't even open them. He sees that there's an image attached and deletes them. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. He's like, that old bag? And just delete. Uh, He just responds, looking good. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, Yeah. delete. I'm the most, I'm the most, one of the most powerful men in the known world that was the leader of the Western, the free world Mm -hmm. at one point. I can have any woman on the planet. Thanks, but no, Hill. Yeah. (laughs) He can have every woman on the planet but his own wife because she hates him. Um, But yeah, basically what I'm saying is this is not a huge scandal because I'm sure every politician does this. Every person would do this. Yeah. This is a, you're, you're going to go, you're not going to let other people handle the phone that you do what you do on the phone, yeah. which is, it's it's personal. It, phone's yeah, like now, a secret Twitter account where you follow Kim Kardashian, <laughs> sure, for example. Sure. Things of that nature. Uh, yeah. You have that, don't you? Yeah, you do. No, I don't really want to get into yeah, it. you do. You I have. follow Kim Kardashian with my main account. No shame, bro. No shame. You're part of the problem. Anyway... <laughs> Mainly because she's married to our Lord and Savior Jesus, but oh well, and yeah, I know, but like no one, like, you know, I, I'm I'm a big fan of of blank person, but I don't follow their wife on Twitter, you know. I'm a big fan of Dan Harmon, but I could give a f- about what Aaron McGathy's doing, you know. Really? Yeah. See, I follow because I'm a big fan of. Uh, well, you know, we're big fans of Kevin Smith. I follow his his wife. Well, that's because follow Adam Carolla's that's wife. That's because Jen Schwabach is pretty amazing. I don't. I but I've she never says mf her better than anyone in this entire world. And you say that, but but She's, I don't. She gets like another uh, extra seven syllables out of that word. It's it's amazing. I don't know how she does it. Well, but if you hear Jen Schwalbach, Kevin Smith's wife, say mf her, yeah, it it's it's poetry. Let's just move people. on. Let's just move on. Let's, uh, okay, uh, let's uh, go. Anyhow, but I follow some wives that aren't important. Oh, so that's well. the bottom line. There. Are they real? I think so. Are they housewives? And do they have a certain geographic location attached to them? <laughs> All right, let's... Uh, okay, so one more Hillary thing. Well, Bill and Hillary. Oh, please, yeah. Let me... Tell me more about Hill Dog. Well, then we'll then we'll let it go, and then I'll go into a hilarious story from our own, very own state. Oh. Yeah, this okay. is good stuff. Uh, okay, theguardian.com, trustworthy source, as trustworthy sources go. Hillary and Bill Clinton earned more than $25 million for giving 100 speeches. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. The article goes into it. But yeah, uh, reported on Friday, they earned more than $25 million in speaking fees since January 2014. And this was before she was, camp- well, officially campaigning. Mm-hmm. $25 million, seriously. You know, which, I mean, was, which was funny because uh, I think they made that famous 
So yeah, during last year's book tour, book tour, Clinton told an interviewer her family was, quote, dead broke when they left the White House. Yeah. Which is obviously not the case. No, they weren't dead broke. <laughs> no, I don't think they were when they left the White House, to be honest. No, because you make sure that I mean, you... I, th- I think what they had done is got really used to, like, Air Force One being at your beck and call well, or, or that sort of thing. I don't even think it's that. It's just the fact that they well, probably... Well, mentally you think, like, oh, I'm not in the place I was. Yeah. But it has nothing to do with actual monetary yeah. or financial yeah. wealth or what have you. Yeah. No, they should, they, they, I, I, I doubt that the Clintons had a problem paying their mortgage. <laughs> Money, yeah. Uh, day one out of the White House, they yeah. sleep in, and then uh, and then Hillary's calling back mm. debt collectors. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, can you take 150 on this 15th? Like, you know, exactly. How are we going to kind pay, of thing that us normal Americans go through, mm-hmm. you know, on a, a mm-hmm. week, day-to-day and week-to-week basis? Yeah. 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 Those sorts of things. Um, Lies. All right. This is from the HollywoodReporter.com. <laughs> and this is just incredible. Okay. This is good stuff, Matt. Again, from our home state. Missouri politician who allegedly texted with intern saved as Frank Underwood on her phone. Yeah. Really? Yeah, this is this is real. Who is this? The Missouri Speaker of the House. Uh-huh. Who allegedly had a sexting relationship with a female college freshman interning at the state capitol was saved as, quote, Frank Underwood on the intern's cell phone, the Kansas City Star reports. Star published the flirtatious text messages John Deal allegedly exchanged with the young woman who remained unnamed in the report. John who? Deal. John Deal? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the text messages include photos of Deal on a trip with Governor Jay Nixon mm-hmm. and screenshots of the messages showing that for part of the relationship, the intern had Deal saved on her phone as, quote, Frank Underwood alongside a smirk face emoji. Uh, referring to the scheming House of Cards politician, played by Kevin Spacey, who had an affair with a much younger woman in the first season. God, I want you right now, reads one text. Who sent that? Allegedly from Deal. Okay. I wish you could have me right now, the intern allegedly replied. Mm. In another conversation, Deal allegedly wrote, quote, laying in bed looking at your pick. Oh, my. Mm. At first, the intern told Star that the text messages were fake. And Deal declined to comment. Deal, 49, is married with three children. However, after the report went live on Wednesday, Deal confessed and apologized in a statement. Quote, I take full responsibility for my actions and I'm truly sorry to those I let down. Sure. I apologize for the poor judgment I displayed that put me in this and those closest to me in this situation. Mm-hmm. I also regret, regret that the woman has been dragged into this situation. The buck stops here. I'm not sure the relevance of that phrase right there. But moving on. I ask for forgiveness. I will begin immediately working to restore the trust of those closest to me and getting back to the important work that is required in the final days of session. On Thursday, Deal announced he would be resigning from office. He acknowledged, quote, making a serious error in judgment by sending the text messages. He told Mm -hmm. the Associated Press, I made a mistake. It's one that calls into question my ability to lead. Before the text messages were discovered by the newspaper, Missouri Southern State University abruptly ended its internship program more than a month early. Oh, really? The intern's attorney released a statement on her behalf on Wednesday saying she, quote, requests the media respect her privacy. She has provided all the information she intends to give on the matter and will be issuing no further comment. She is not interested in being at the center of any political debate concerning her internship or the workings of the state capitol. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the story. Mm, poor girl. You think so? Uh, at a certain point, yeah. I mean, as, honestly, any, anybody who's in their early 20s... I kind of appreciate ugly politicians, in this, to be honest. Yeah? Because no intern's going to be falling for them. Really? Well... Interns are pretty dumb. Well, it's not the ones about, we had here. It's Tripod not about how good you joke. look. It's about your money and power and your influence. Yeah, 
yeah, at that at that point in the game, a girl could could go to her college dorm and find forty guys who are better physical specimens and who who she's the, oh, yeah, much yeah, yeah. more attracted to on a physical level yeah. than that politician. She's having sex with a politician because he's powerful because he has a bunch of money because he can afford her, afford to, to take her to a restaurant. Mm. Rather than McDonald's, you know, yeah. for a date. You're saying people shouldn't go to McDonald's for dates? Man? No, you shouldn't. It's really bad. Um, yeah. I spent the majority of my 20s taking women to McDonald's <laughs> for the first date. And I, I, and it took me a while. And it didn't to, work out. Yeah. Uh-huh. No second dates at any of those. Yep. Yep. Until it, one of the managers, Imagine one that. of the managers, Doug, uh, he was a good friend of mine. He was, you know, I would always introduce the girls to Doug because, you know, I was <laughs> like, this is a man, you know, a titan of capitalism. And uh, working here as a shift manager at a McDonald's. And, yeah, making and, 34 a year, comfortably. Uh-huh. After, comfortable after about year. the seventh or eighth time I took a girl there, I think it was maybe the eighth time. Yeah. Uh, he, and I, she just she just walked out like halfway through because um, I you know, we charge it like 50 cents extra for barbecue sauce. Right. And I was like, you're going to have to pay for that yourself, babe. And she just she stormed out. Yeah. Um, but he, he comes over the table and he's like, Matt. You got to stop this. Yeah, the titan of industry. I yeah, you. I know how much you love our food, <laughs> and the great service that we give you. Yeah, uh, and the consistency of the McDonald's because everybody loves Mc. Who doesn't love McDonald's? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, sure. But but at a certain point when you walk yeah. in, do they just say, "Matt, you're regular," and they just hand you a tray with three Big Macs on it? Yes, that's what I thought. Yes, that's what I thought. Three Big Macs before they screwed up the menu with things like like wraps and salads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what we want. Yep. Good call, McAdee's. No, uh, this joke isn't funny Idiots. anymore. I don't. I don't take people to McDonald's on dates because I don't have dates because no one loves me. Yeah. Well, um, here's you know. here's the, here's the thing though uh, with this story. Frank uh, Underwood. Yeah. Yeah. She's just playing. She was just playing out of a fantasy, right? Yeah. At that at that yeah. point, you're just you're just pretending that your life mirrors what's going on in TV. And apparently, she hadn't seen season two. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like it's a fair enough point to mention. Like you'd think, because yeah, you'd think had you watched all the way through, mm-hmm. I don't think you'd want to be in her well, shoes. You just need to watch. Maybe you would. I don't know. You There's just need to disturb people. You need out just there. just need to watch that 14th episode. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um. Anyway, but yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't blame her. She's you know. Yeah. The the wasn't the name of that 14th episode of House of Cards? How to Train Your Dragon? No, it was named 14. The House of Cards episodes don't have names. A joke. It was a, oh. it was a joke. Okay. Anyway, um, I don't know if I. I guess I get it. I guess I'll pretend to get How to it. Train <laughs> your dragon. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> You're a funny man. How to train? How to train your dragon? Oh my gosh. Ho ho. Okay. Wow. Well, now you're mocking That's me. Just, uh, man. How now to train your dragon? Me. Hey, Jason. You're mocking me. You're mocking me. Never mind. Anyway, You're I just got to. I got to tell Jason. I got to hold on. I got two seconds. I got to tell not, Jason. Can you? Are you serious right now? Unbelievable! Oh, you're back. Good. Yeah, he said it was really funny too. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. How to, how to drain your dragon, Dick? I got to tweet that. Hold on, two seconds. Let me get my phone up. Oh, the first tweet you send in months is going to be my bad joke that you didn't get. Twitter.com <laughs> well, you don't have slash long in. Oh, <laughs> I just looked up the last website I had open. 
Oh, please don't. Please do not share. I do not want to know. It's actually it's actually it's a PG thirteen, but it's not. It would be funny. Um, all right, a couple more directions I can go here. I'm trying to decide which one. Anything interesting from your week, by the way? Do anything interesting? Um, no, not really. Uh, freaked out about Game of Thrones. Yeah, I've heard, I heard. I heard all I saw on Sunday night was just bad things. Yeah, at the end of the episode. Um, at the end of the episode, some rape. At the end, at the end of the episode, I, I I got up from my seat and I was I yelled GD, and then went to the kitchen and got myself another beer. <laughs> I was just like, <sighs> and everybody else in the living room. There were five. There were five of us here Sunday night, and yeah, we just yeah, we, we just sat there for a second because it 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 went from stupid to cool to shocking to stupid to eh. Um, to no, 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 please don't let this happen. Please don't let this happen. Oh my gosh, this is happening. Oh my gosh, somebody do something. Credits. And it wasn't, it wasn't, it, it, I can forgive some stuff, but not other stuff. Um, it was rate the, the, the Rotten Tomatoes rating, I think it was like 62, 63%, the lowest, uh, rating it's had. Of any... Of any episode, single episode oh, wow. of, of Game of Thrones. So sixty something you said? Yeah, low sixties. Sixty two, sixty-three. Which it's deserved. This is the worst season of Game of Thrones yet. By That's what far. I've heard. That's all I've heard, yeah. By far. Uh the action sequences are terrible. Um they messed up one of the major plot lines and just just making everything just, just comical. The fight scenes are so bad. Um even a lot of the dialogue is, is just just ridiculous. Now, is there is there a You've seen The Princess Bride, right? No. Is there a No? No. Okay, but you know the meme, my name is Inigo Montoya, you killed my father prepared to die. Yes. Okay. So that's Mandy Patikin. Okay. okay. Who does that line? Right. Okay. Great great character actor. Uh-huh. Love him. He's, okay. He's, he's awesome. But there's a character now in Game of Thrones yeah. who is basically that character, but not as cool and not as funny. And not as good a fighter. <laughs> so And nobody really likes them. World's worst version of that character. Yeah. And they 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 stuck with the Dorn plotline mm-hmm. instead of the Ironborn plotline for some crazy reason. Because I mean, you know, killer pirates versus uh, you know uh, You go much farther and you're gonna total I'm gonna cut you off because it's just Alright, fine. Uh they yeah. No no no. I mean I don't wanna I wanna give you your platform, but D and D have uh have made some mistakes and done some things that I don't think I would do, and I think it has to do with with pandering with HBO saying that we we you have to do all the things in this season that have made everybody freak out in the third and the fourth seasons, and the first and the third and the fourth seasons. Now, why don't things. they fit though? Why is it different? Because it's forced. Because it's forced. Because it doesn't serve the story. Because. It, even when these they try to do these plot twists and things, they're they're not compelling. Okay, so that's basically all right. Well, because that, that was going to be my question was is there a is there like a culprit that we can put our finger on into like is there new writers? Yeah, or is there new? I mean, is there D&D, something specific? The two that, guys who created the show they did a great job, but I feel like um, they're either phoning it in or they're trying to do too much or they have people who are putting pressure on them to do things that they shouldn't be doing. Okay. Also, I think that they're just tired. They've been doing this for f- four or five years, six years now, probably m- longer than that. Um, I think, I th- honestly, I think it's time to, to, to take less of a role in that show for them, the two guys who who created the show. 
off of the. <clears throat> yep, um, it's the same reason why uh, you know, hey, Louis C.K. took a year break, right? Took a year off. Yeah, he did. Um, fifth season's amazing. When was that? Was that between the third and the fourth season, or the fourth and the fifth? Third and fourth. Okay. Because the fourth one was the last one. Because they're in the fifth now. Yeah. And that's that was pretty recent, I believe. But I think it it kept the show fresh. It kept the show it kept him wanting to do. Well, the he show. did another special too. Yeah. In between there, like he was just kind of like, but I'm going to do what not, I'm going to do. That's not. He was still touring. He was still doing stand up. Like, that's yeah. not a big thing for him to do another special. That's just him debuting material that he's already been doing for you know for the past year. That's been killing, and he's just yeah. narrowing it down into. An hour long. Yeah, well, but um, that's what I mean, though. But he, t- he, t- he takes the time to kind of put thought into that, and not the show. Yeah, because when he's shooting the show, I think he's all, you know. But but when you when you're working on something like Game of Thrones, that takes that is cons- going to consume your entire life, and that's all you live and breathe. At a certain point, you lose any passion for it. It's because it becomes another job, and you your your goal isn't how can I make this amazing. It's how can I get this done. Mm-hmm. And it's it's uh, as as much as I hate to say it, it's a good thing that Jan, if you, people know Community at all, the television show Community, it's a great thing that Dan Harmon got fired from his show in season four. Great thing, because it gave us season five and season six. Um, if he doesn't get fired, he burns out halfway through season five, and we don't have a season six. And he hates the show. He hates the community. He hates the uh, community of fans that have gathered around the show, and I think that he his his career takes a nosedive. Um, I, I don't think that he would be where he is right now if he had kept on doing community. I think he needed to get fired, needed to take some time to re- reassess and, and, and get away from it. Clear his head, yeah. I think that if, if D&D got away from it yeah. and let other people create the story and, and push the direction of the show and let other people who very creative people with fresh ideas and a, a fresh mind who, and, and who, who basically I'm saying, David, Dan, let me run game of Thrones season six. <laughs> That's what it all boils. Down I will to. do a great job. That's what it all boils okay. down to. I will yeah. bring Euron Greyjoy back in and he's coming back. Okay. Okay. And you're getting, you're getting a little too he's far. He's going to leave the smoking seas. He's going to sail back around with the horn. Okay. Uh, Valeria and bright roar. And he's going to, he's going he's gonna to come around. He's going to save Danny from the middle of the desert. Okay. He's going to take Tyrion. Yeah. You know? Um, anyway, uh, no, it's, it's just it's just one of those things where you you do something so long and you begin to hate it, and I think that's where where they're at. Well, not hate it, but there's a drudgery to it that's not it's not fresh. Yeah, it's not creative. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, but it's the, the reason why it's taken George R. R. Martin four years to write this next book that's coming out. He's been working on it for four years because you need to, even though everybody wants you to finish the book, if you need to stop writing for six months mm-hmm. and do something else, yeah. Then that's what you need to do. That's the process. That's the process of creativity and the process of art and the process of storytelling. Yeah. If there's no more story inside of you wanting to come out, you need to stop and wait for the story to build back up, and then come out. Yeah. Um. It's funny coming from you, uh. But I, I the other day. Well, most things are funny when they come from me. I was. Just, I'm, a hilarious, <laughs> I'm a hilarious guy. I was driving littered through, with jokes, chock full of them. I was driving through the part of town that you're television series okay yes yeah, loosely based on sure and i just i actually took that way because because the highway was backed up and yada, mm-hmm. yada yada 
just pulling through there, and I had my brother in the car. And I said, uh, we were just kind of looking, you know, you don't drive through there every day, but we were just yeah. kind of looking out, and I was like, oh, man, this place, you know, yada, yada, yada. And I said, I said, you know, Matt used to live over here, and he, you know, I told him about the, the, the human skulls and the nooses mm-hmm. and, and, you know, very disturbing things. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and he's like, he's like, I believe it, man. I mean, it's messed up, man. You know, yada, yada, yada. I was kind of chatting, and I said, you know, Matt's uh, TV show idea is about, about the, kind of this area and its influences and you know a singular character probably but but sort of this this environment mm-hmm, and what mm-hmm. it what it the opportunities it affords people yeah you know and he was like really and i was like yeah i mean yeah that's that's kind of the idea and he was like it's like that's a really good idea and i was like yeah i know mm-hmm. matt just needs to stop smoking weed and do it well, maybe that that second part. I'm not sure about that first part there. Well, it was funny because that's what my brother said. He's like, he's like, no, he needs to smoke weed while he does it if he yeah. wants it to be good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I get that, but he needs yeah. to stop doing whatever he's doing and 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 write it. Uh, but so here's my public call to you again, sir. Yeah. It's ha- I, I, I believe it's happened twice on this show before, mm-hmm. maybe only once, but the, here it is again. Uh, see, I've been I've been playing more. In all serious. I don't give it. I know. I know you're going to be like, oh, you know. The Elder Scrolls of Titan Doom are out, and I got to put a lot of time into that. Well, Elder Scrolls Online does come out on uh, on June fourteenth, and then and then you know, uh, I watch the Cardinals game. Well, it's, it's on right now. Can you see it? I, I can't, got it on mute, fortunately. But um, and then The Witcher Three just came out yesterday. Haven't no played one it yet. Knows or cares? Um, just... I'm gonna play it as soon as you leave. By the way, I bought a game at GameStop the other day. What? Yeah, I thought you had all the Call of Duties. <laughs> Whatever, man. Let's get into this next story. Okay. I didn't have advanced warfare. I bought it oh, okay. Warfare. Gotcha. Yeah. Did you press F to pay respects? It's it's it's. You know what I want out of games, Matt. Mm-hmm. I've told you this before. You pressed. With, was I res- that the one with Frank Underwood? Yeah. I respect. I respect because my buddy Trevor is really into this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and I respect the storyline and story arc of a game or a universe. Yep. Fallout, Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. I get that and I respect it, mm-hmm. but you just don't want any any of that to affect the gameplay at all. But when I sit down at a console, I want to point my weapon at other people mm-hmm. and pull the trigger, mm-hmm. and whoever does that the fastest gets a point for killing the other person, mm-hmm. and that's it. And actually, I'll take it a step further, even to further prove my point. So all the Call of Duties have had. There's like other game modes, search and destroy, uh, headquarters, capture the flat, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't play any of them. Too much story for me. Really? Too much story. In multiplayer, I don't play any of those other game modes. The only ones I play are team deathmatch and free for all. Mm. Point, pull, somebody gets a, a, a score point. Mm. That's it. That's all the story I want. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, it's, it's good for you. Different strokes for different folks. That's yep. what I'm saying. Yep. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I bought Advanced Warfare and been having fun with that the last couple of days. And I believe I and I've never played the campaigns and Call of Duties because <laughs> I'm smart enough to know those are dog crap. So you 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 bought Advanced Warfare, but you wait. It's the most recent one. Okay, so you bought Advanced Warfare. Yeah, and you didn't you you skipped all the Kevin Spacey stuff. I haven't pulled up the campaign yet. No. Okay. But I, but I think I'm going to just because I want to get a kick out of that. Yeah. For for craps and giggles, I want to. You know, interact with. Make sure that you pre- press F to pay respects. What What is that from? Is that a meme? Is it a joke? Yeah, like, what is it? it is. It's an internet meme. 
It's okay. mostly like 4chan stuff, but yeah, it's it's from the, that Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Oh, really? Yeah, because you're like at a funeral of your buddy. And you press F to pay respects? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, you have, you've walked up to the casket and press F, and then your character's like, <laughs> looks back and forth, and, and then turns around and walks away. <laughs> it's It's... That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. And well, then, like I said, I'm going to play the campaign. Yeah, and then Kevin, Kevin Spacey, Spacey comes out of nowhere and he's like, hey, would you like to be a super soldier? <laughs> and, I mean, who's going to turn down an offer like that yeah. from a man like Kevin Spacey? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. And you could totally tell like all the voice acting is like phoned in. Yeah. Mm, like well, it's bad and choppy. And Come on. He did it. For, he did it. He probably did it in a weekend. For the sixty grand he got for it, you he he did it in a weekend. No, he did it in like an afternoon, an hour and a half, Sunday afternoon. Yeah. yeah, no, I believe it. Yeah, of course he did over the over Skype, probably. It's money, man. Yeah. It's money. Yeah. You just cashing checks and snapping necks, bro. Mm-hmm. That's all you're doing. He did a bunch of Capital One commercials too. I think did he? Yeah. Well, I know the one dude did. Is that one famous black dude? Uh, Denzel Washington. <laughs> No, but Forrest Whitaker. Okay, we got to stop. But Morgan uh, Freeman. Was it Morgan Freeman? Barack Obama. No. Malcolm X. Isn't he dead? Martin Luther King. He's dead too. Oh, Kanye West. I actually have a really interesting story. I'm running out of famous black people here. (laughs) No, you're not, Drake. Um, Mm, African. (laughs) I've actually got a really interesting story to tell you, and I have a very strong viewpoint on it, and I'm not sure whether to tell it or not. Here's the story. Okay. As you do, that was as a, good, we do that was a quick decision. Well, it's you'll see when I tell it that it's very. I don't know how to explain it. Okay. But. Well, you have the floor. It's just very interesting. There's a black gentleman that I know. Mm-hmm. And he is. He's very into. What's the best way to say this? He's very into the fact that he's black. Okay. Okay. Um, and by that, I mean... Black and proud. Y- yes, but I don't mean... I, just to erase any sort of stereotype or anything like that, I, I don't mean that he's hood or, or into, into, like that sort of stereotype. Mm-hmm. When, when I say that he's very into being black, he very much likes studying the lives of people like Martin Luther King. Okay. Malcolm sure. X. The heritage of, of where they've come from, mm-hmm. where they're going, and the, and the struggles of the community... Today, yeah, okay, um, and and for months now, in my interactions with him, he's been talking about these things. We talked about the Michael Brown incident. We mm-hmm. talked about that 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 other recent one where the guy, the the officer, shot the young man eight times. You know, yeah, or great. not young man, but the man. Um, we talked about all these things, and and I agree with him. On, you know, on, on most of it, because as I've spoken on this show, you know, I. I think cops are pretty racist, and I don't think anybody should be shot when they don't have a weapon. Yeah. You know, and that's a very scratch on the surface, but I'll move on. So the other day, he, I'm with him, and he's talking to another uh, black guy, another African American gentleman. Just say black. Don't, because no one says European, American, African. No one says okay, British, black. African. No one says French, African. Right. We're the only country in the world that says African American. We're yeah. the only country in the world that, that takes a group of people born in this country, 
and says that they're full citizens (laughs) and say, no, you're not actually an American. You're African American. You're something else American. Because the only thing that's American is a fat white guy with a Confederate flag t shirt listening to Leonard Skinner beating his wife. That's the only thing that's American. So, okay, I'm I'm sorry. He's black. He's black. African American is not a thing. African American is racist. All right. He is black. I apologize. That being said, African American is is putting other people in a separate category. That's it's 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 anti it's it's jingoist, but it's anti jingoist at the same time. It's 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 taking somebody who it should be a full citizen. A, and, and saying it's like that saying you're, you're not American by trying to insist that you are. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, that being said, he's talking to another black guy. So there's these two black guys talking. Well, and I'm there as well. Because I'm sure when black people talk about like they don't say <laughs> white white people, they're not like white Americans. Right. Eh, I saw these two white American guys walking down the street. No, they're like these two these two crackers, these two white dudes. Yeah. No, anyways, he's talking to this other black guy, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't really know how to approach this. The conversation, as best I can judge, in in the situation we were in is he was not asking, but sort of, I guess, telling uh, the, the other gentleman about about sort of some things that he's going through or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I keep hearing phrases and, and, and thought processes along the lines of basically trying to find out when it's okay to, to, to get physical with a woman. Okay. Not in a sexual way. Okay, mm-hmm. in, in a violent way. Uh, he's talking about, um, you know, uh, uh, I think at a certain point, you know, it's, you know, because I could have knocked her down, but, but you know, I, I mean, I don't want to do that, you know, but, but you know, at what point, you know, if she's closed fist hitting me, you know, that sort of thing. And, and it, it really, really disturbed me. I mean, I mean, because they weren't, they weren't joking. It was clear they weren't joking, because I'll joke about anything. I'll joke mm-hmm. about, you know, baby rape and dog farts and whatever. Yeah. But they, they were having this conversation and it was just, it was so clear to me that the thought process was there to, okay, when is this okay? And and in my mind, mm-hmm. no matter what, is it okay to do that to a woman? Yeah. Ever. Ever. But it's just, you take the black thing out of it. It's two dudes talking about domestic violence. But see, and I, okay, so I told this story to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And they didn't say that, but that's what I did as I kept talking about it. And I took that out and I said, I said, hand to God, if two other people, regardless of race, to to Asian dudes, to white dudes, to Jews, to whatever, were having the exact same conversation, I would feel the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's disturbing and I'm I'm not sure how to feel about it. Because they're not joking. Yeah. Like if you're joking like, oh, yeah, man, if she pops you, pop her. <laughs> like, you know, okay, we're all joking. Yeah. But but when you're having that conversation with the mindset of of you know yeah maybe I don't know you know it, it just it really weirded me out and it got me thinking and I started thinking because th- this dude is so into into like I said like Malcolm X and and and, and like Rodney King and all the all these things and mm-hmm. like the Michael Brown thing and everything and it's like it's like but you're perpetuating like. Even this 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 whole stereotype and this whole idea of of the things that you don't like about mm-hmm. about people your men your age yeah. that, that are of your race. So does he listen to a lot of Mar- like Martin Luther King albums? I I don't know. Does he listen to a lot of Malcolm X like singles I know, albums? I know. I know. Does he? I know, okay. I know. Okay. So uh, like, does, has he seen a lot of Cornell West movies? 
Uh, possibly. I don't know. Okay. Uh, none of those things exist. Cornell West movies, <laughs> Martin Luther King albums, yeah. Malcolm X, what, what have you. None of those things exist. Yeah. Well, the here's, transcripts are online or whatever. Here's but, the, well, here's the point I'm trying to make. You might have you might have read some going. books. You might have read some... Some listen to some speeches, mm-hmm. uh, read some biographies. Great, you know the history. That's good. That's cool. Um, but what are you filling your mind with when you're not researching Dr. King or uh, you know Malcolm X? Mm-hmm. Are you listen to rap. You uh, you watch an Empire. You know uh, what? What else are you putting putting in your brain? Browsing World Star Hip Hop. So. Basically, what I'm saying is that, is that even though you're learning about the culture of the past, mm-hmm. and even though and you res- you respect the aspirations of some of the best people, some of the best black leaders out there, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that you are actively fighting against the black culture that white people have imposed on black people in this country to make them subservient and make them forget that they're wage slaves, mm-hmm. just like everybody else. Yeah. Um, Rap, rap was created by the United States government to, to and perpetuated by the United States government to to dumb down black people. There's a reason why it upset me so much, and I'm actually going to turn our mics off and tell you because, as weird as that sounds, I just I don't want to get okay. I don't want people to think Ready? that one, yeah. two, three. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you know, because it's like it's it's it, it, if you're that if you're that concerned with with where the community is right now, as I think we all should be, mm-hmm. you know, then then it starts at home, and you have to you have to do in your own small life, aside from your job, aside from taxes, aside from the man, aside from your boss, aside from any of that, you have to do what you know is right for your family, you and your kids. Mm-hmm. In order to change the way that it is. Yeah. And I believe that just as much for, for white people too. I tell my wife that all the time, even in the way we raise our son. Because because I don't want him to I don't want him to to, to grow up to be in some ways like I am, or yeah. in some ways like my father is. Yeah. I, I want it to be different. I want him to go and change and then raise his kids differently. Yeah. So that three hundred years from now, the Todd family is something very different, and I don't mean that in terms of like wealth or financial, some sort of whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe I mean it in a spiritual sense. But I, but if you really want to change it, if you really want people to be different in in terms of community, mm-hmm. black, white, whatever, then it's up to it's up to you to yeah. do it right right now and stop but, stop BSing and making excuses and do it right. But those things are hard. And it's not just the black community; it's everybody. No, in America. sure, sure, they're hard. Yeah, it's everybody in America who who uh, wants to do the easy thing. It's it's yeah. it's hard. It's hard to to take care of your kids. Yeah, it's hard to pay your bills. Yeah, it's yeah. it's hard to I not know. it's hard to not smack your girlfriend around when she's frustrating you. Even that's the easiest thing. The easiest thing to do is is yeah. punch her in the face and then she'll <laughs> shut up. Yeah, and she will be afraid of you. Mm-hmm. It's it's much easier to rule through fear than it is through through uh through 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 to make a relationship work through kindness yeah through yeah you know mutual understanding it's much easier to rule things. through fear than it is anything else yeah you know and I, I think black culture took a hit in the nineties and it's it's Fifty Cent's fault it's it's Eminem's fault it's it's everything that came like what happened was they killed Biggie 
They killed yeah. Tupac, mm-hmm. right? They they bought off Suge Knight. They gave a bunch of money to Ice Cube and Ice T and mm-hmm. all those rappers that came out of NWA and Public Enemy. Mm-hmm. They just threw money at them mm-hmm. and said and and basically bought them off. You know, early '90s, everything that came out of uh, you know L.A. Rodney King and that sort of thing. Early '90s, black people were angry, right? And they wanted to do something to change it. And then the voices of that movement were all either A, silenced, or B, bought off. Mm-hmm. And that was that music was replaced by 50 Cent, by Kanye West, mm-hmm. by I, a, a lot, what are the mid-90s rappers, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm Ice-T, Ice Nelly, Cube doing their whoever. thing. Nelly, yeah. right? Um, it was replaced by that pop sound and you it wasn't rap anymore it wasn't it wasn't counterculture anymore it was pop music yeah and that's what we have now we don't have anybody who's trying to change the environment of the culture we just have people who are trying to perpetuate their own mythology yeah. using the culture yeah and so the, and that's the, I, I wholeheartedly believe like there, I said there are no more Malcolm X's there are no more Rodney King's um there, there are no more because uh, uh, it's all a stage show. Yeah, there's no, there are no more JFKs or any more RFKs. Uh, everybody has been bought off. Yeah, and there, you know, there's there's very little hope, I think, for our world and for our culture, besides a complete and total apocalypse. <laughs> Everything falling uh, down. You always go back to the apocalypse. You know what? It's it's the I think it's the number Wipe one solution. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, it's it's going back to zero. That's the only way we can fix this culture. I think is to go back to zero with it. It's to completely get rid of any government and any culture or mass communication in general. We need to go back to tribal. Tribalism is the only thing that's gonna that's gonna save save humanity. Yeah. It's to get off of this you know, giant because, corporate teat. Because you think of like the the. Uh, just looked over at the TV and there's just a shot of a gentleman's crotch. Yeah. But uh, no, you know, I don't know. It's just so it's so opposite of like what it should be because like the internet, you, you can find out anything, you research anything, you can learn anything, you can do anything. Yeah. I mean, you make your own YouTube show, whatever. We do a podcast, yada yada yada. But mm-hmm. it's like, it's like all that does is like. It gives us a pipe for us to see the next Kim Kardashian pick, or the yeah. next stupid thing Charlie Sheen did, or the next the net, you know, like this news we talked about this biker gang, like like yeah, it's big news and stuff, but like, does it affect us? No, it affects us if it happened down the road, mm-hmm. you know. So you see it on your ten o'clock news, but like like all it does is just it's just we're all just kind of clicking to the next thing. It's like yeah. oh my god, stop. Yeah. Like I don't even I, I haven't tweeted a whole lot recently. I I don't I. I, I I still scroll Facebook from time to time, but it's 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 mind numbing and terrible. I mean, it's I'm blown away by just what people are sharing and what people are into, and 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 it just. I mean, I can't. I mean, I'll just scroll it and just be like, "What is all of this stuff?" Yeah. Like, you know, man comes home to find his wife in a bad mood. You won't believe what he says, and here's the video. Like, what the mm-hmm. is that? Yeah. And I'm not saying it's good or bad inherently, but it's just like, come on, how about AIDS, people, mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever, or cancer, or or, or anything? I don't yeah. know, global poverty, or or I don't know. It just, geez, there's so much more than you know. 
what a Kardashian said to somebody, or like you know, I saw all this social media because the yeah, like the Grumpy Cat movie. What when's was that? Ha- when's that happening? <laughs> Hollywood. What was it this past weekend? Was it the Billboard Music Awards? I think I don't know. You know, and it's just like everybody just like oh, you know, Taylor Swift this and this that, and then it's just like come on, yeah. like, are, is there is there nothing else for us to focus on other than that? I think it comes out of this all is it really all inter- all entertainment all entertainment come on. almost. Well, almost all entertainment is created solely to distract the wage slave worker from well, how terrible the world is right now. That's all entertainment. Well, it ain't working for me because all I can focus on is how terrible the yeah. world is. Every, Every time people open their mouths to me, I'm yeah. like, "This, that's you are part of the problem. Netflix, um, all, all television, every television channel in existence, all music, well, almost all music, it's all meant and created to distract people to distract the wage slave from his plight and what's a- what's actually happening to him yeah that's all that's all it's used for and uh yeah you know hey you know but it's, it's all good dude speaking this of party in the USA yeah yeah uh it's from CNN Washington in a rare joint action with attorneys with attorneys general for each of the 50 states mm-hmm. it's all 50 the Federal Trade Commission says four cancer charities. Did you hear about this? Did you see these headlines? Maybe. Four cancer charities run by extended members of the same family uh-huh. conned donors out of $187 million from 2008 through 2012 and spent almost nothing to help actual cancer patients. Yeah. Each of the charities charged with the subject of expensive reporting by CNN in 2013, and in each instance, none of the four charities would come. Uh, so the na- what's the name of the family? Well, I'm getting to that. Uh, okay, the Cancer Fund of America okay. is run by James Reynolds Sr. His son, James Reynolds Jr., is the CEO of the Breast Cancer Society. Another charity, the Children's Cancer Fund of America, is run by Rose Perkins, the ex-wife of the elder James Reynolds. <laughs> he is also the CEO of the fourth charity, Cancer Support Services. The government says the charities claim to provide direct support for cancer patients, breast cancer patients, and children with, cam- with cancer. These were lies, the government's complaint says. Uh, only 3%... She says, went to help actual cancer patients. Spent about 97% on either private fundraisers or themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, and then it shows the breakdown of the dollar here. 97 cents of every dollar donated went to pay fundraisers and personal purchases, including luxury cruises, jet skis, lingerie, and even family college tuition. See, this is why I don't think that people should give to charity. If you want to be charitable, go knock on your next door neighbor and be like, hey, you want to come over for dinner? Yeah, that's charity. Well, yeah. not not charity. That's friendship. But like, but a charity of the spirit. Though getting to know, I mean, something to getting to know that, the people. Some people are done if they don't. You want to if you want to be a charitable person. Here's what you do: you get to know the people around you that yeah. you see every day, yeah, work and so forth. And then when they have something that they need, you fucking give it to them. Yeah. If you have it to give, yeah. you give it to them. Yeah. You don't give it to a corporate entity. You don't give it to the Salvation Army. You don't give it to the Red Cross. You don't donate to. You don't give it to your church. Yeah. You give it to them. Yeah. Because all these networks of charity, and I'm cl- including every church in America in this. All these networks are. I would have a no, problem with the no, phrase "ever." I'm I'm including every church in America in this. No, I've been a part of churches where it's different, though. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I have. It, yeah. Sure. It's it's different, but it's still you have a system of bureaucracy that's taking money and only giving some of it. To help people. Well, 
real quick side. And your pastor shouldn't take a salary. I Sorry, would, I would say not going to happen. The church should take care of his his needs, and if he want if if let's say he wants to go, if if he likes guns, he wants a, a new handgun. Uh-huh. Then uh, maybe somebody in the church should buy him a new handgun. Yeah. Well, and give it to him as a gift. He shouldn't have his own money to go spend the way he wants to all over the all over the place. He should walk around money, sure, but uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm sorry. Go well, ahead. Go well, ahead. well, my sidebar is I, I agree with you in the extent of giving to a benevolent fund because that that has always weirded me out. But but in terms of of giving like giving through the church in terms of like people in the church helping other people out, I'm in a church right now where that's a big. I mean. I can't turn our mics off again, but I'll tell you some. Oh, but, I, I could tell you stories no, from the last two weeks I'm, that blew my mind. Dude. I'm like, that's exactly what I needed. Yeah, that's exactly what that person needed. That's exactly because, and that's the type of that's the type of entity that it should be. Yeah, and but I agree with you in the sense that you shouldn't be giving to someone else so they can decide how to give or yes. or not to. Yeah. yeah, no, I agree. And yeah. so, so it's, it's it's to me the, the whole the whole point of charity is that you are a charitable person, not that you give to charity. And that fulfills a obligation you have to society. No, you're not. You're not walking around saying ticking boxes, saying, "Okay, I fulfilled this obligation to society. Filled this one. I paid my power. I paid uh, the electric bill. That's a fulfilling obligation. My yeah. bills are paid. Yeah. I gave ten percent to the church. That checks that box for the obligation done. Yeah. No, if you want to be a charitable person, then when you see somebody with a need, do your if best you can meet it. that need, then do it. Then yeah. do your bit. Yeah. Do your bit. Just be a, a a nice, normal person that helps other people out when they have the opportunity and the ability to do so. Yeah. Don't give your money to the Red Cross. The Red Cross isn't doing anything can we except give, feeding their own bureaucracy. Can we give our blood to the Red Cross? Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Just they, checking. Yeah. They, Just checking. They have the uh, <laughs> they have the they have the logistics in place to be able to. Just I can't draw that, blood. Yeah. I can't draw blood. Yeah. No, I don't have the I don't perhaps have a vampire. The right but... kind of needles and everything in this apartment is filthy. So you'd probably get some sort of infection say, and if die. You, if you took blood in here, yeah, you'd yeah. probably. Although you'd still have a better survival rate and less chance of staff than you know a normal hospital in America. <laughs> um, uh, this guy at so work Matt was telling Jerry's, me about Matt hospitals. This Matt guy at work was telling me about his brother who's uh, apparently got an incredible, incredible staff infection from a, hospital. From a military apparently hospital. That happens all the time in the United States, and he almost died. Yeah, apparently. I had, a, I had a friend who got staffed because they were they were in the hospital for something totally different. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was like a bad flu, like, like influenza yeah. or whatever. And and yeah, and then they got sta- apparently staff is just like you know growing on the walls yep. in hospitals. That's one I have. If I if I ever need hospitalization, no thank you. I'll take my chances looking up remedies on in the, the internet. <laughs> like I will I Plugging will I will go to an out. Al- no, I I I don't ever want to be in a hospital for any more than a couple hours. Yeah. No, outpatient never no inpatient stuff. Never ever. Yeah. Is it acceptable to have a baby at a hospital? I, I you it's it's okay, but I home birth I would preferable? prefer a home birth with a midwife. Wow, look at you. Yep. Keep the vena- such a catch, man. Keep the vaccinations and the circumcisions away. Wait, hold on. So you're you're full on Jenny McCarthy when it comes to vaccinations? Mm, no, not full on Jenny they McCarthy because she's son autism. Because I don't think it's autism. I do think that that. Um, I'd be interested. We've never th- talked about this. I go think, ahead. I think that the government does use vaccinations oh, on a mass level to uh, yeah sedate the population. I know whatever. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> to hormonally stunt the growth of children so they don't uh, you know develop higher IQs than normal. 
they can do that stuff. They were they were de- developing that kind no, of technology in like, viruses and vaccines in the 1920s and 30s. Okay, because everybody was scared of black people and Mexicans, and so they're like, "What can we do?" Oh, we'll we'll vaccinate everybody, and we'll give vaccinations for free to black people and Mexicans, but we'll also give them vaccinations that will make them retarded. And that's what they do. They don't want smart people in this country. So vaccinations aren't giving you autism, but they are making you dumb. All right, man. But see, they didn't. They didn't factor. They didn't factor that one out of ten people with autism mm-hmm. doesn't have regular autism. They have Asperger's syndrome. Mm. They have a superpower. Oh, God. So, uh, a one in ten of autistics mm-hmm. aren't just a little autistic. They're a lot autistic. They're a lot autistic. No, they're not just autistic. They're a lot autistic. <laughs> a lot autistic. Like me. People yeah. with Asperger's. Yeah. Okay. We're smarter, you We're smarter than you. Did you get your shot? Yes. Yes. Well, that explains just, it. Just to let you know, dear listener, I'm smarter than you. Because of Asperger's, it's superpower. I'm, I'm, I'm basically. You do not have Asperger's. I'm, though. I'm basically James Spader in Hannibal, I or not Hannibal, think... but uh, in the Blacklist. I'm basically James Spader in the Blacklist. You guys. I don't think you have. Uh, look at the symptoms. Look at the symptoms. Symptoms. Yeah, I'm either I either have Asperger's or I'm schizoid. One of the two. Oh God. Yeah. I uh, can't wait until another five years when I'm like, just talking you out of the, just the craziest stuff. But no, I don't. I don't <laughs> um. Um. Yeah, smallpox is a uh, is a disease has been eradicated, and they only they only uh, inoculate yeah. you if you're in the military. Um, really, here's the thing: you 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 keep things around your children clean, and you don't See, put your kids in school where they're going to catch diseases from other kids. I'm a fan of the sewer rat theory. What's that? The more they're exposed to, the better off they'll be. Oh yeah, uh, later. In in their development, like Lucas right now, like well, even young though, like I, like because there are some parents. I mean, I, I we've got personal friends who've just had kids, mm-hmm. and they're. I mean, it's like you want to hold the baby, you hit the Purell, you hit the on and on and on, and it's like you know trim your nails, that sort of thing. And yeah. and, and and but we never even did that. It was just kind of like, I mean, if somebody if somebody came over, you know, to the hospital or whatever, like right after he was born. Like if you have a cold, like you know, freaking out, pick up the kid. Like, yeah, you know, it's just kind of use our heads about it, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But you know, I was never like, oh man, you got to wash your wash your hands. You know, yada yada yada. Like here's here's the thing: people don't understand, and my weirdness in wanting to just understand everything. This whole anti-vaxxing thing, and I I am against vaccines. Oh God, how? Um, but not it's modern not, science. No, listen. Listen, you don't know what's going in those vaccines. Number one, you can't be one hundred percent sure. It's just some guy telling you that this is what it what's in them. All okay? science is some guy telling you something. No, it's not. You could do you you can you can do you can do uh, uh, experiments on your own that prove many many laws of physics and science. Yeah, but I'm I'm saying a, a vast majority of like you can't prove that the space shuttle flies, but you know that it does because of science. Well, we don't actually know that it does. Oh. I know. It's, it's a vast plan. We never made it to the moon. I get it. It's just every. It's just conspiracy I mean, it, roadblocks in your brain. The like, shuttle is not a plane. Maybe you are autistic, the and sh- it's just it's it's a it's a special form. Listen, that this, is just all first off, conspiracy roadblocks. I'm going to be pedantic for a minute. The shuttle is not a plane. It is a glider. I swear to God, you're going to be in the loony bin one day. The shuttle, uh, the hand to God, shuttle I'm going to have to bail you out off. of the loony bin and tell and assure people that you're fine to leave with me. 
That's going to happen in our okay. lifetime. Well, guaranteed. Shuttles aren't planes; they're gliders. They can glide down and make a nice landing, but they can't take off. Okay, they're not aerodynamically designed to do that. Anyway, okay. Here's the whole. Here's the whole thing. Oh. Addison, how what long? Is the whole thing? How yeah. long does the World Health Organization recommend that that you breastfeed a child? A year, I believe. Three years. Really? Yep. I thought it was a year. Yep. Nope. Three years. Well, I better tell my wife to get him back on okay. there then. Now, 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 what has what has not been done in this country in the last fifty years? Breastfeeding, right? Formula, big deal. Everybody, yeah. everybody puts kids on formula. Uh huh. Right. Formula uh-huh. fed. Okay. So, you what does breastfeeding do besides give a child milk? It actually has a ton of nutrients in it. Well, I mean, yeah. It's, I mean, because I mean, that's food. Like, food has nutrients yes. in it. We need food. Well, yeah, but I mean, I mean, the, uh, we we breastfed him the whole. Well, I didn't personally, but but that was our decision for him because it was like, it was like, what's the point of like buying this other thing when you've got everything? If it, it, mm-hmm. and even my understanding of my rudimentary research, if she's eating a fairly balanced diet, fairly is yeah. even a loose term. A fairly balanced diet. Yeah. Kids gonna get everything he needs in terms of antibodies. But it's not of- it's not just the mother's diet mm-hmm. that that do it that that is the power of breast milk. Okay, Go it's on. not it's not just the mother's diet. It's the mother gets cold, uh huh, and she has a cold for a couple of days. She's still breastfeeding. She gets cold, but she develops certain antibodies yeah, exactly in herself, yeah. and then passes those antibodies through the breast milk to the child. Yeah, and then the child has the antibodies against that cold mm-hmm. or the flu. Or whatever. Yeah. So if you breastfeed for a couple years, you you basically what breastfeeding does, it builds up a child's immune system through what the mother is already immune to. Yeah, I agree. So if you breastfeed for long enough, you don't need vaccines. I mean, there's still Unle- un- that- uh, unless it's like vaccine against smallpox, which no one has anymore, except for or except for you know the CDC and the World Health or- Health Organization, right? In a vial, waiting to give it to, to us be all. used be, but- to be used as you know to be weaponized. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's a, you're just so serious about it all. That's what concerns me. I feel like are you okay? Just well, even even Lucas doesn't need to be vaccinated against smallpox or whooping cough because Meredith already has those antibodies in her body, passing them along to him. Well, apparently, but apparently some things, and actually it's funny that you bring up whooping cough. Apparently some things, and whooping cough is one of them, like you, like if somebody had it and they were around you, mm-hmm. and even even if you'd never had it, the likelihood of you getting it is is very small because, because you're, strictly because of your age. Yeah. Like apparently it's just something that like kids can get. Yeah. And so, but, but anyways, the problem is, I'm going to do a quick inventory. I, you're drinking a beer right now. Mm-hmm. I'm almost done with this beer. You are. You had one, another one that was here when I came this, in. Yeah, this is beer number two. Second beer of the evening. Uh, I'm two beers deep. What time did you go to sleep last night? When you texted me? Around one? Or was mm, it? Probably like, th- f- no, four or five. Okay, four or five. Five or six, maybe. I don't know. And then you woke up when? Mm, about two. About two. And then, now, have you have you done anything else? No. Substance-wise? No. Nothing at all. Mm-mm. When was the last time you did anything substance-wise? Mm, last night. Last night? A little smoke. Yeah. Okay. Because you seem awfully clear, but in a dangerously scattered way. Well, I mean, I took with that Molly on Saturday night. <laughs> but uh, that didn't have anything to do with it. No, it shouldn't. But it's just, it's, why, why, you, why, why, why do you like mean? Like I said, it's just conspiracy roadblocks Oh, you mean I'm, I'm, I'm putting up, I'm giving, I'm telling you about conspiracy theories and then having perfectly good information and, and solid arguments with which to back them up? Yes, I am doing that. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. So my my children will uh, whenever whenever when I eventually find that unicorn of a woman who'll put up with me, my children <laughs> uh, will be born at home uh-huh. with a midwife. Uh-huh. They won't be circumcised, Mm-mm. and they won't ever have formula. Wait, why not circumcised? Do you because not, do you not want your children to go to heaven? <laughs> no, I don't want them to go to heaven. That's what I that every one of our friends like who had boys or whatever or any time I would come up in conversation. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite gag while she was pregnant. Is yeah. that is that yeah? We're gonna get them circumcised you know, because we want them to go to heaven. Yeah, and just remain with the yeah. straight face. I, I don't want my children to go to heaven. About half the time, you'd get people that were like, "Wait, is he? Is mm-hmm. he serious?" Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I I'm. We'll leave on this note. <laughs> I am willing to lay money, and I do so. Well, not money, but I'm laying my word before you before God, before our audience, mm-hmm. so the internet, the world. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to lay my word that an integral part of not only our relationship, but my adult life will involve me convincing men in lab coats that it's safe for you to leave with me and, mm-hmm. you, and that you're not a danger to those around you. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I can guarantee, I'm not saying when, could be a year, could be five years, could yeah. be 20 years, well, you know, in, in, in 20 years when Lucas is at college and, and, you know, he comes home and he's like, dad, how was your, you know, I was at, I was at school, but how was your, you know, what did you do to this yeah, past semester? And I was like, day? well, you know, I, I talked about a lock and mad away, you know, and, and Lucas is like, you're still hanging out with him. Mm-hmm. Well, this scenario that you brought up, it's assuming that they've taken me alive, which is a fallacy. Oh, God. <laughs> um, because, okay, so fallacy number one. Yeah. Because we've already established I have Asperger's, therefore I'm much, 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 much smarter than everyone else. So... <clears throat> I believe me. The U.S. government has tried to come for me before. Why do you think I switch addresses all the time? Okay, they've tried to come before. I'm a slippery eel. Damn money for a place to live. I just all over the place. Like they can't, they can't catch me. No, no, that's it. You know, I'm the most elusive Pokemon. Yeah, they can't catch me. It has nothing to do with losing jobs or pissing off landlords. No, no, absolutely not. That's all a cover. Yeah, just to move addresses. Oh yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. definitely, 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 definitely. But like I said, I uh, much, <laughs> much, 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 uh, yeah. much, much, much. I think I need another beer. I feel like that's opportune. Yeah. Well, we'll break. Uh, give it a minute. We'll, much, we'll break and much, you get your beer. Much, much smarter. We get it. Much, much smarter than the rest of you. Yeah. Well, it's gonna be like epic. It's gonna be interesting. Levels, like I said, like I, Marilyn Vos Savant levels. You know, to I guarantee IQ. you mm-hmm. that in my adult life, that is a scenario that will be played out. Hand to God, I believe that. Yeah. And my wife, my, everyone in my life will be telling me they're like they're like just just let him go. Yeah. He's, he's in his place. Mm-hmm. He's where he needs to be for his state. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, no, he's just a dude yep. who thinks there's like drones and CIA assassinations. Just let me just go get him. But see, you'll you'll know that the mathematical equation that I've smeared in shit 
on the wall of the padded room, <laughs> you know that they hold the keys to to un- unlocking the Tesseract, which will save mankind yeah. and ultimately destroy all corporations exactly. and every evil government in the world. Did you see, yeah, you know by that. the way, I didn't read a lot of the comments, but there was an Ask Reddit thread today. Did you see that? About what? It's like, what if you wanted to hide a five inch by five inch cube for a thousand years? Oh yeah, years? yeah, yeah. I did see that. That was some weird business. I was yeah. like, I was like, okay, aliens. And it has like, to be who's, recover- who's asking that? It has to be recoverable after a thousand years. Yeah. My my, my big thing was to throw it in the ocean. Well, but you have, that was my idea. But is there? A, but is, does it need to have to be found? Because that would be difficult. Yeah, well, throw throw it in the ocean and then put a tracking device on it, and then like have it like. But it would track- erode. Yeah, but you could you say it's in, in this it's in this, in this place. You got to think in a thousand years how 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 much better will the technology be? They could do just do a simple like you know. No, no, but you're not thinking scan. of of, of the, the effects of that environment on this this cube because what's the cube made out of? Because uh, you, I don't know if you know this, but water erodes things, man. Mm, sure, but. Mm-hmm. Is it going to take a thousand I'm, I'm years assuming, of being submerged? I'm assuming that, that it's made out of you know like. Metal. Titanium or something. Yeah, something that doesn't erode fast. Well, but you a know. thousand years is a long time. Well, sure. That's, but... ex- that's a, I don't know how many years, but it's a lot of days. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. No. You don't know how many days that is in a thousand years? 360, 60, uh, 36,500. No, 3,600, 3,000. Now you're just saying numbers. Three hundred and sixty, three hundred. What is Facebook? It, it would be three hundred sixty-four, two hundred fifty. Give that some thought. It it would be give six, that some thought dot com. Six hundred and fifty thousand two hundred and fifty days. Show on Twitter. No, six hundred. Three hundred sixty-four thousand two hundred fifty days. Underscore wizard. That's how many? How many? How much Matt's Twitter handle. If you know. If you <laughs> just began throwing things. Start a riot. At suburban underscore wizard mm-hmm. is Matt's Twitter handle. That's I'm, me. A- I'm at Addison Todd. You can email the show mm-hmm. via tripodbroadcasting.com. Give that some thought.com. We'll read the email on the show. That's our promise to you. We'll read all uh, reviews as well on the show. <sighs> if you want to go and donate towards Matt's, uh, the massive legal defense that I'll need to reclaim him from the mm-hmm. padded rooms. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure will be massive. It'll be. It'll honestly be like a. It'll be like a Terry Schiavo incident, and and there'll be a huge divide among 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 the because relig- the religious will be like, you know, he's a person he needs to come out, which is obviously the side that I'll be on. And then like all all the liberals and atheists and things like that will just be like, his mind is gone. Just let him die, mm-hmm. just in peace, just with his feeding tube. And I'll be like, no, he blinked at me when I came in the room, and there's an equation and shit. Um, at that point, anyways, please don't do the legal defense. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I think anybody in a constant vegetative state should be should should be allowed to die. Okay, I didn't ask your opinion. Everybody. Thanks for listening. Because either A, you are brain dead and there's nothing going on, you're just a vegetable, or B Yeah, but people come out of those. Not very often. No, but it still happens. And when they do, when they do, they come out after ten years and they've been trapped in their own body for ten years and they're insane. See that's the thing. There's two two things. Either you're a vegetable and you're you're dead anyway, or your your body isn't working and you have no control over it, but your mind is still active, which is a hell. So thank you for listening, everybody out there in Audio Land. Remember, I'm smarter than you.
It's not true. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.